You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Welcome. You know, I sat down to write this <laughs> and I thought it hasn't actually even been a week since we voted. I mean, it hasn't, right? Tomorrow is a week. And yet it feels like a year since I talked to y'all. It does. It feels like a year since I talked to you last Monday. And I originally said, you might even remember last week, I said my intention this week is to talk about fierceness, right? That's the, that's the next piece of the plan for this month's meditation series. But the truth of the matter is, I am so unbelievably tired. I am so tired. And I have spoken to many students and friends in the last couple days who've said the same thing, right? It has been an incredibly stressful week. And regardless of whether the news of the presidential election is what you were hoping for or not what you were hoping for, it's like now there's this moment of exhale because a winner has been announced and the next step hasn't been figured out yet. And in that exhale, it was like we're able to actually feel the level we have been running at. And so I don't think tonight is the night for fierceness. It's coming for sure. We're going to talk about it. But it's not the night for fierceness. It's not the day for fierceness. It's not the week for fierceness. This, I believe, is really a moment where we need to pay attention to rest and refilling. And, you know, I listened to, um, as I'm sure many of you did, I listened to Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's victory speeches on Saturday. And there was so much talk of uniting and coming together and, and healing and wholeness. And, you know, I, I was just reflecting on if we are all running on empty and dragging ourselves to the meeting ground, how will we possibly be able to move forward, right? I think it is each of our individual jo jobs to do everything we can in this moment to fill up so completely, to be so nourished and so satiated that we can show up to the meeting ground fully and wholly and, you know, safe in order to move forward. I remember reading um, an article by Sharon Salzberg many years ago, and I don't actually remember much of the article, but I remember that the title was Remembering Your Loveliness. Remembering Your Loveliness. And I remember it because I paused when I read that and I thought, do I think I'm lovely? Like, what does that word mean? And so I'm, I'm going to use that word tonight, and I just want to share a little bit about what I think it means to give you context. And of course, you can craft your own definition for loveliness. But to me, the idea of 
remembering your loveliness or coming back to your loveliness is an idea of being in a state of ease, being in a state of feeling nourished, feeling content, and feeling whole. And so as we practice tonight, I really wanted to shift the emphasis of our practice to one of nourishment. Like, how do I use this practice to fill up my soul when it is depleted, when I am drained? I brought you all a poem tonight. This is by a poet named Lynn Ungar, and it's called Camus Lilies. Consider the lilies of the field. The blue banks of camas opening into acres of sky along the road. Would the longing to lie down and be washed by that beauty abate if you knew their usefulness? How the natives ground their bulbs for flower. How the settlers' hogs uprooted them, grunting in glee, in gleeful oblivion as the flowers fell. And you, what of your rushed and useful life? Imagine setting it all down, papers, plans, appointments, everything, leaving only a note, gone to the fields to be lovely, be back when I'm through blooming. Gone to the fields to be lovely, back when I'm through with blooming. And you know, so often I think we can look at our meditation practice through the lens of usefulness. This practice is useful, right? It gives us a different way to engage with our thoughts. It lets us move with a clearer mind, with wise action, with discernment. It makes us sharp, right? We can move through our days in a way we couldn't before once we're meditating, once our minds feel clear. And equally so, we can shift that lens of what our meditation practice is doing for us and invite it to be something that is wholly about nourishment, that's about soothing and filling up when we need it the most. And so there are a couple things that we can do. You know, one of the things I was reflecting on this week, so interesting. So, you know, I in general, rarely miss a day of meditation. I'm a pretty dedicated meditator at this point, but of course there are days that that happens. But without doubt, since March 15th-ish, with COVID and the stay-at-home orders here in Georgia, I have not skipped a day. And many days in there in the beginning, I was meditating like two or three times a day just to keep myself safe. And I walk a lot. I really like to walk outside. And I eat relatively healthy. Like, I feel like in general, I've got a pretty good self-care routine going on. And I know a lot of you do as well. And I can say with full confidence in this last week, I was like, this is not enough. All of this goodness is not enough in this moment. Because our bodies, our nervous systems are not designed to sustain the high levels of stress we've been sustaining. We have not had a chance to drop ourselves down to neutral, really it feels like for even a minute in almost a year, right? We have been elevated 
since March for, for most of us, maybe even longer, especially if you're listening to the podcast in another country. Right. And then this last week with the election, it was just that one more notch. And I thought these practices are not enough. And so the reason I say that is just in case you too have been feeling like, man, I am doing the things and I am still not totally okay. Right. It's to give yourself permission that that happens. Sometimes we need even more. And tonight's meditation, the, the practice in this talk is about the even more. And so if you're meditating live with me tonight, you got hopefully an email from me saying, you know, if you have time, get a candle, get some flowers. And it's okay if you didn't, it's no big deal. In my daily practice, almost never meditate with a candle or flowers. I like sit down in my little corner in the closet and do my practice and go. And when we're really needing that sense of filling up, it can be really nice to shift something very small in our practice that signifies this is more sacred. This is more than the mundane that's going on right now. And so that can be as simple as I'm going to light a candle. I've got like my little... I went Christmas already. Don't tell anybody. Cypress and pine. Got a little Christmas candle going on here. Super happy about it. I got some dried little flowers and a crystal. Right? And they're just sitting next to me. It's like, I don't know, six inches of space on the desk. And you could have that next to you. Right? If you have a green plant in your house, you move it a little closer to the spot where you're sitting. If you really want to get fancy, some of you might create a little altar and you can put pictures of loved ones, you can put favorite quotes, candles, incense, anything beautiful that uplifts you. I highly recommend putting a picture of yourself when you're like at your youngest and your freest. You know, everybody's got that kid picture of themselves when they're like, that's the crazy kid I know, right? Put that picture on your altar. Something that is just connecting you to a little bit more sacred, a little bit more special in the midst of Monday. You might choose to play a little bit of like very soothing, very monotonous music in the background, even if you normally don't. Something to add a little bit of oomph. You might say, I'm going to move for 10 minutes before I meditate, whether that's dancing or yoga or jumping in, up and down and screaming in rage, like whatever you need to do, or take a bath and rub yourself with oil. But it's shifting the, this is my practice, I do it every day, it does this good thing for me, and then I'm moving on. It's shifting that thought to how do I make this just a little bit more about nourishment? So we're going to meditate in a minute, and I'm going to share... Uh, a meditation practice that I first received from one of my teachers, Tracy Stanley, and I've tweaked it slightly to make it mine. And in this practice, there's going to be two pieces that I want you to know in advance. The first is I'm going to reference something called Soma. Soma is S-O-M-A. And Soma in Sanskrit is like a magical immortal elixir that's associated with 
health, well-being, prosperity. Many times it's referred to as the nectar of the moon. And the idea with Soma is it is something, it's a balm that soothes and that fills. And the other piece is a mantra, which many of you have heard before because this is a very basic mantra. The mantra we're going to use tonight is so hum. So hum. So hum again is Sanskrit. And this translates to I am what I am. I am what I am. And it's not I am what I am with a shrug and like a gesture of I don't know, right? We slump back in a chair. It's not that. It's I am what I am connecting to the deepest, most soulful, most real and true part of yourself. So when we say I am what I am, what we're saying is I remember my loveliness. I went to that field, I bloomed, and now I'm back. That's what we're saying when we say, so hum. So, let's try this meditation practice together, yes? Take a moment to get comfortable. And like, I really want you to get comfortable tonight. So, even if you want to move around or be in a different position, totally fine. You can sit in a chair with your feet flat on the earth. You could sit down on the ground, a little cushion under you, your legs crossed, whatever feels good. And as you find the spot that is right for you, I want you to sit back so that your spine is supported. Let your hands rest onto your lap and let your eyes drift closed. If it doesn't feel quite right or safe to close your eyes, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. Together as a group here, inhaling in. And exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that again. Inhaling deeply, filling yourself up. Exhaling out a sigh. Allowing your breath just to fall to its own natural pace. And if you lit a candle, you might just acknowledge that there's a candle. If you brought in flowers or anything else special, just mentally acknowledging that beauty. And as you feel yourself transition from whatever it is you were doing to this moment of stillness, Perhaps you can just let go a little bit more into the cushions or chairs beneath you. Silently saying to yourself, now is my time 
to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. your intention stated, you might feel how the earth just rises up to support you so that you can let go of your hips and your thighs, relaxing through the shins and the ankles and the feet. Maybe you subtly trace up the line of your spine, feeling the crown of the head just reaching up a bit. Shoulders roll back and down. And gradually, Relaxing across the expanse of your forehead. And softening around the skin of the eyes. Letting go through your jaw. through the inner cheeks, and even the tongue. And feeling a few breaths move out across your collarbone. just gradually letting tension melt off the shoulders as you breathe. Maybe you can feel how the chest rises and falls as you breathe. Just offer yourself the space to let go through the heart, through the chest. Knowing it's totally fine if things feel tight, busy. Breath moves through the chest. And gradually down through the belly. And we consciously let go of the belly muscles. So that as you breathe in, you're feeling your belly expand. And as you breathe out, you're feeling your belly contract. 
without forcing. It doesn't have to be big. Just the subtle movement of breath here. Inhaling, expanding. And exhaling, contracting. And now if you can, just very subtly, let your torso start to sway. The tiniest bit, maybe you can't even see it on the outside. Maybe your body says absolutely yes, this feels great and it's a big movement. Feel your spine moving from one side to the other. Just like one of those lilies in the field. Noting if your body moves side to side or forward or back. Just feeling the natural soothing effect of this very subtle movement of the spine. Breathing. And swaying in the breeze. Somewhere in the next few breaths, you'll just let that movement stop. And as you sit still, once again, you're now feeling that energetic line of the spine. This channel that fills our body with vitality, with sustenance. And as we breathe, I invite you just to picture a full moon at the very base of your spine. And the next time you breathe in, I want you to see yourself drawing that full moon all the way up the spine to the crown of the head. And as you breathe out, the moonlight, the nectar of the moon is dripping down your spine. As you inhale, you're drawing a full moon all the way up the spine to the crown of the head. And as you exhale, the light of the moon Soma is filling your spine. And no rush. 
inhaling full moon rising up exhaling the light the nectar of the moon down your spine feeling its cooling and healing elements this visualization as you inhale the moon up your spine you might silently say to yourself so and as you exhale the light of the moon down your spine you say to yourself hum Inhaling so exhaling hum continue here for the next five minutes drawing the moon and the mantra so up. Breathing moonlight and hum down.
next time you exhale, letting go of the mantra and the visual, and feeling all of your awareness drop to the base of the spine. Noting that it's here that all of that moonlight, all of that nectar has collected. And we'll sit for just a moment more, breathing and feeling as that healing, nourishing elixir spreads through the body. filling ourselves with vitality, with a sense of ease and contentment. One last minute to sit and to breathe. As you feel full, now let your breath deepen here, drawing in a fuller inhale, and releasing a more complete exhale, slowly moving your fingers and your toes, connecting into those edges once again. Gradually bringing the palms up in front of your heart, palms together, rub your hands together. Rub, rub, rub until the palms are warm. There's heat, there's friction, there's aliveness right there in your hands. And then one hand on top of your heart, the other hand stacks on top of it. Both hands stacked on top of the heart, taking time to let that heat penetrate clothing, skin, muscle, bone, all the way into the center of the heart itself. One more breath here, deep inhaling. Exhale out a sigh. Slowly releasing your hands, blinking your eyes open. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces, and better yet, 
If you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.